from the CSI Today News Desk at the College of Staten Island. Welcome to the CSI Today Talks Podcast with your hosts, David Pizzuto and Terry Manns. The CSI Today Talks Podcast is your connection to the College of Staten Island with the newsmakers that make it happen. From world-renowned faculty and staff, dynamic students, and community leaders, stay connected to CSI with CSI Today Talks. And now, here is your host, David Pizzuto. Welcome, everybody, to CSI Today Talks here on CSIToday.com and from wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 11. I am your co-host, David Pizzuto, here with another great show we have lined up for you today where we have not one guest, but two very distinguished guests joining us on this week's show. It is CSI's very own interim president, Dr. Timothy G. Lynch will join us, and he is accompanied today on the phone via the college president for Gutman Community College within the CUNY uh, system. President Larry Johnson Jr. will join us uh, as well here on the podcast. We're going to be talking about uh, community college transfers and learning a lot more about Gutman Community College on their visit here into today's show. So really excited uh, to bring uh, Dr. Lynch and President Johnson uh, with us uh, today for this exciting episode. Before we get to Dr. Lynch and Dr. Johnson, we do want to go over some housekeeping here. As we usually do every week on CSI Today Talks, we remind you to please subscribe to our podcast on CSIToday.com and from wherever you listen, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, CastBox, whichever way you decide to listen to each week, we hope that you will subscribe. We also ask that you subscribe to our website at csitoday.com. Simply log in, and on the right-hand toolbar, you'll see a subscribe button. That allows you to uh, keep in touch with us and catch up on the latest headlines every week, what's coming up at the College of Staten Island, and, of course, access to this podcast and all of our archived podcasts as well. So we thank you for doing that. And now, without further ado, joining us on the line, the interim president at the College of Staten Island, Dr. Timothy Lynch, and president of Gutman Community College, Dr. Larry Johnson, Jr. So, uh, gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us here on the podcast. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to be invited. Thank you so much. That's my pleasure, Dave. Uh, Larry Johnson and I are colleagues and uh, we're also friends, and we're committed to doing the best for our students at Gutman and at CSI uh, within the framework of, of the CUNY system. Awesome. Awesome. Great to hear it and great to uh, chat with you both. And, you know, Dr. Lynch, I know you've been a part of this podcast before, but but Dr. Johnson, this is the first time we've had uh, the president of another college join us. So so thank you. And, you know, I guess we we could start there by learning a little bit more about you and learning a little bit more about Gutman Community College. And uh, can you give us some insight into your career, your tenure at Gutman and some information about the school itself? Absolutely. Thank you so much again, Dave, and certainly thank you to my colleague, President Lynch, for the warm welcome uh, and also the tour of the campus some um, weeks ago. Mm. Uh, so I began my career as an English faculty member many, many years ago, and I chose the English profession because I did not see representation in terms of men of color teaching English literature. Mm. And at that time, I was a high school student, so I thought that, hey, 
I could be now. Here's here I am as a high school student thinking I'm I'm making doing something different here. Mm-hmm. I will be that one black male to be an English teacher. Mm-hmm. Mind you, the world is huge, so of course they exist <laughs> everywhere. But it spoke to the lens in which I uh, my context because I grew up in a very small town mm-hmm. and I just did not see that representation. And I, I graduated from attended Florida A&M University and historically black college university. And I really purpose to w- return to give back, be it in my community or other communities of color, to show young men of color and students of color that they can be in, in roles um, where they're not as represented. But something transformative happened after I left Florida a and I went to Florida State University and I began majoring in uh, humanities with a focus on medieval to Baroque studies. And I took my first job as an adjunct faculty member at the local community college, Tallahassee Community College to be exact. And as I taught that first day, I saw students who were 17 years old, students who were maybe 59 years old. And it really uh, lit a candle to say, wow, how can I truly give back not only to the traditional student, but also the non-traditional student who may be like my mother, who was a first generation college student Mm. or who was a first, uh, you know, mean, she didn't finish. She passed away before she actually finished. So I'm actually the first gen student, but she was single mom taking care of three kids. And that to me became my goal to make sure that I was at the table making a difference for students of color, students from marginalized and underserved communities. So from a faculty member to an academic dean to provost and to president, that was the lens, if you will, that equity focus by which I uh, moved throughout my career. Terrific, terrific. And uh, can you tell us a little bit about what, what got you to Gutman Community College specifically? Absolutely. So coming from a community college background, I've been in higher ed now about 20 plus years and each institution I've worked that has served two-year students. So I was already pretty much uh, engaged in the two-year uh, network. And as I began to begin my search after finishing at Phoenix College, uh, I have a three-year contract there. I began to think about where do I want to be in terms of where can I make the biggest impact? So I began to look on the East Coast because representation was so important to me and my family. And I saw Gutman. I had already known about Gutman. Someone sent me a message about a year and a half to two years prior. And I said to them, hey, I just started my presidency at Phoenix College. I'm comfortable. You know, we're, we're good. But it had already been placed kind of like the seed planted. Mm. So when that time, you know, came around, I thought about the work the innovation of the faculty, the co- that first year experience, that cohort model, the graduation rates, you know, as compared to other two-year community colleges. I mean, we say we now, but at the time, they, from what I saw from the outside, were doing some of the innovative work that I wanted to lead in terms of making sure the students were prepared to transition to four-year colleges and universities. So that was really the attraction for me. You know, they were a new community college, still yet nimble and and innovative and wanting to do things different and not really stuck on how things used to be. Mm. But uh, Gut Community College was really at the forefront of just how to truly provide experiential learning to students in a way that I would say other community colleges could learn from. So that truly became the catalyst, if you will, uh, that led me to choose Gutman as a place that I would make my home. Oh, that's that's really terrific. And, you know, you mentioned the innovative work and, and, and the transition uh, of students and also, of course, your, your lengthy travels in academia at the community college level, um, part of different community college systems. What is it about CUNY 
that makes it so unique or makes it stand out, especially when it comes to transitioning students from the community college to senior college campuses? I would say it is the collective impact. So each college that I have worked at, ironically, has been a system of sorts. Broward Community College was a system of colleges, two- and four-year offerings. Uh, St. Louis Community College was a district of colleges. And Phoenix College was a district of 10 Mm -hmm. community colleges. So I've I've been able to really uh, see the, I would say, some would say pros and cons. But for me, it's the collective impact that I see in CUNY. We are all laser focused on student success. And if that student's completing a certificate degree, or associate's degree, or a credential from a four-year college or university and beyond, to me, to have all of that, that expertise and that focus in one system of 25 differing uh, colleges and campuses, to me, is, is amazing. And, you know, CUNY is the one that's doing it the best. I think uh, certainly there are always opportunities for us to uh, do things differently, which we're doing collectively as a team. But I think that that is what is a marker of success as I look at the CUNY system as just opposed to many of the other systems that I've worked at. We are truly laser focused with the uh, leadership of our Chancellor Felix Matos Rodriguez and leading us to think differently around reimagining the success of our students, ensuring that they have the experiential learning, the paid internships, uh, so that they can truly be competitive in a global marketplace. Certainly, certainly, certainly things that that we're talking about here as well. And, you know, Dr. Lynch, I know you can appreciate what Dr. Johnson just said. And as as he said earlier, uh, you hosted Dr. Johnson this summer to the College of Staten Island for a site visit, as you've done with other CUNY Community College presidents. So you obviously recognize the potential for community college students to make their transition right here to CSI. Can you talk about some of the reasons why CSI is such a prime landing spot for junior college transfers? Oh, absolutely, Dave. Um, you know, I hosted President Johnson as well as some of my colleagues from the other community colleges within the system over the last few months. And as, as you know, and as you know well, uh, my most recent assignment prior to joining the College of Staten Island was as Provost and Senior Vice President for Academic Affairs at Queensboro Community College. Right. So I'm particularly well attuned to some of the challenges and opportunities that exist for transfer students within the system. You know, President Johnson spoke about the uh, ability to leverage the power of the City University of New York system to the benefit of our students. And this shared collective vision that's laser focused, to use his words, on student success, um, oftentimes doesn't materialize uh, in the ways that we would have liked it. Mm Um, students have difficulties transferring from one campus to another, even within the system. Uh, but I felt that uh, having had the experience of working at a community college, that it was incumbent upon me to try to remove some of these barriers to matriculation at the baccalaureate level. Mm. Um, I think that CSI is particularly well positioned for accepting transfer students. Because many of the campuses within the CUNY system are um, the concrete jungle experience. You've got these vertical campuses in Midtown Manhattan, like Gutman. You've got campuses that are um, constrained by the physical footprint in which they find themselves. Uh, They don't offer the traditional, quote unquote, college experience that many students uh, seek out of their educational experience. 
So from my perspective, you know, a community college student can do the first two years, earn a degree and an associate level at one of the uh, campuses within CUNY and then transfer to CSI where their credits will be accepted on a one for one basis, where they have access to world class educational programs and top flight faculty members. But they'll also get the quote-unquote true college experience. We have uh, a bucolic campus of 205 acres. We've got 26 buildings. We've got Division II athletics. We've got fantastic uh, residence halls. We have really all of the the trappings uh, of a traditional college experience, a residential dormitory-based college experience that many students seek and desire at the affordable price point that CUNY offers. And then it's plugged into this tremendous system that really foregrounds student success and that is determined to see students continue on their educational pathways um, after matriculation. So I really think that uh, the uniqueness of CSI, what differentiates us from other campuses within the CUNY system, at the same time as we are linking up with and leveraging those partnerships that we have, like the one we have with Gutman, can really be a, a, a a great selling point for CSI and an answer perhaps to some of our enrollment and budgetary challenges. Yeah, terrific. And I, you know, I really appreciate your use of the word system because that really is what makes the CUNY so powerful, right? This embedded pipeline makes it super convenient for students because there's this infrastructure in place at CUNY that, that bridges the transfer gap with many, especially with some of our specialized programs. For example, the Melissa Riggio program is one that, that might come to mind as well. I'm wondering if you might expand on that, Dr. Johnson, as well. Absolutely, David. Thank you for that. When I think of uh, the students, you know, as I mentioned earlier, I'm so focused on equity. And for me, equity goes beyond one's uh, uh, their, their skin complexion, your CPU, if you, if you can say that. It's all about the holistic development of the individual. And the individual that may come to us may uh, have different abilities. And that is, I would say, a marker, a point of pride at Gutman. Uh, we are a small community. And we, when we look at our institutional data, uh, we have observed that at least 25% of our students uh, have a documented uh, learning uh, disability, and I like to call it they're differently able. And what is so impressive about the day institutional data is that our students, they are full-time the first year, all students are full-time the first year, and our differently able students are completing their associate's degree in three years at, I would argue, higher rates, completion rates than other community colleges nationally. And that speaks to me toward the high touch, the intrusive advising, uh, the work that our faculty are doing in the classrooms to make sure that that differentiated instruction, the engagement, the culturally relevant pedagogy is taking place. So I, I would say that in terms of transferring to a college like the, uh, the College of Staten Island to know uh, that those resources are available, it is it is a seamless process. That continuity is there so that our students know that, you know, as they did at Gutman, they would have the same type of resources or even expanding resources to make sure that they are successful as they continue their college journey. Terrific, terrific. And 
uh, you know, that's, that's great, obviously, to have that perspective. And, you know, Dr. Lynch, you know, you had mentioned it yourself, having been a part of the, C- the CUNY Community College system with, with Queensborough and, of course, now as president at the College of Staten Island. This is something you're very familiar with as well. I know you spoke of the reasons why CSI is a great landing spot, but uh, as a student, once they do make that decision to transfer over, what are some of the ways that CSI is making that transition into a senior college easier or or beneficial for students at Gutman and at other schools? Well, uh, yeah, yeah, I think it all starts for us with uh, the quality of our academic programs. Mm. You know, we have um, uh, several dozen academic programs that uh, appeal to students from various uh, educational and academic backgrounds. Uh, We have dedicated faculty members who are interested in getting students involved in undergraduate research activities. If you're in the bench sciences and the lab and life sciences, we're building out, as President Johnson alluded to earlier, our opportunities for workplace-based learning, paid internships and apprenticeships. You know, these are things that I think should be um, part and parcel of every academic program and of every one of our curricular paths. There's no greater demonstration of a return on investment to an individual student than seeing what he or she might be able to do with a degree in a particular field, how it maps to a career, uh, the opportunities that exist after graduation. Um, And I think CSI can really separate itself from some of the other campuses and um, uh, differentiate itself, if you will, by linking our academic programs to the world of work. And we're doing that already. We're doing that in our environmental science program. We have some exciting work around uh, clean energy, climate change, offshore wind in particular. We're also doing this with uh, partnerships with the CEO Council, uh, the largest 40 or so employers in New York City that are building uh, paid apprenticeships for uh, the diverse student population that, that calls CUNY its home. So what we're really trying to do is show a seamless transition for students who are participated perhaps as community college students uh, seamlessly transferring to the College of Staten Island, having all of those credits accepted uh, on a course-for-course basis, uh, easing the process of matriculation to our baccalaureate programs, and then demonstrating relevance of our degrees through paid apprenticeships and internships and entree into the world of work. Yeah, terrific, terrific. And, you know, Dr. Johnson, some of the things that that Dr. Lynch just mentioned um, are more and more important to students now at at every campus, whether it's a two-year college, four-year college. In your experience, is that more and more uh, sought after, this experiential learning, as you mentioned, workforce development and training, internship opportunities. In your, in your experiences, is that becoming more and more of the want and need of your two-year transfer student? You know, David, I can't underscore that enough. And um, Dr. Lynch really spoke, I would say, uh, life to power there, uh, power to life, however we want to look at that. Mm. So in my experience of working across uh, higher ed and specifically the community college, I've been at colleges that were two-year technical schools, but I've also been at community colleges that were comprehensive where, and we would have, you know, uh, different types of programming, including music and fine arts. 
But one thing that is true of all of the two-year technical or community colleges that I have served at is that need to make sure that students are ready for the marketplace. Yes, we want students to transfer to four-year colleges and universities, but we have to be equitable in our thinking that there are some students who cannot afford to delay uh, additional time in terms of it will take to complete a four-year degree. So we have to provide those options for those students who will be prepared, who are preparing for the workplace. But it just depends on the student. But to your question, it is extremely important uh, that we give our students a real-life experience of what uh, a day in the life could be. It could be job shadowing. It could be, you know, well, there's a short internship or long-term one-year internship where those students actually experience the job because we wouldn't want students to uh, consider nursing, but they've never seen blood. All right, mm-hmm. we, we would want <laughs> instead of being a phlebotomist, but they've never stuck a patient. You know, we right. we truly have to set our students up for success, and oftentimes setting the student up for success is placing them in the environment. In St. Louis, I had a funeral program. A um, light, it was a licensed program that prepared students to be a funeral home director. Well, if a student had never seen a, you know, a, a deceased body and prepared a body for the family and all types of occurrences after accidents and et cetera, then that student wouldn't be successful in that role. So even in that, uh, that context, we made sure that students were able to experience, you know, what a real, uh, I would say a real life scenario would be. So it is incredibly important as much as we can at a two-year, four-year college that we allow our students to have that access to those uh, places of employment that they seek to one day enter. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and you know, for our benefits, we, we hope that CSI is one of those environments where students can find themselves uh, at home with. And, you know, we've said it many times, the campus here at CSI is, is we feel second to none, the acreage, the Dolphin Cove apartment-style living residence halls, proximity to Manhattan, our gated community. It's such an attractive landing spot. And, you know, Dr. Johnson has mentioned you did take a tour of the College of Staten Island. What were some of your impressions of the campus and how it could be better? beneficial for students at Gutman who may be interested? Absolutely. First of all, I, I will say kudos to uh, the team who has to manage such a beautiful <laughs> and large uh, acreage of, of a uh, mammoth of an institution. Hmm. Uh, when I first pulled onto the campus, I immediately felt as if I were on a campus at a four-year college or university back in the South. Mm. Because my context in the last 14 months has been, as uh, Dr. Lynch mentioned, in a vertical you know, building. Mm-hmm. So to be able to go out to a comprehensive uh, four-year college such as CSI, to see all of the, 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 the trees and the, the life students can sit on the lawn and can engage in different conversations, to see the dormitories or apartments and I had to be honest, when I looked at the apartments, I was like, oh, my God, I went to, uh, you know, university, which I gradually went into the apartment complex. But that was not my first uh, apartment. And the apartments in the living quarters, resident halls at CSI were just simply amazing. I mean, I would live in one as an adult <laughs> right now. And the fact that that attention is take to detail is taken uh, in terms of how it is manifested and those living quarters is extremely important because oftentimes you have students who are coming from very diverse backgrounds, uh, students who may be low income, students may 
you know, have just had some very challenging times. And to be able to transition from a Gutman Community College to a CSI to have, you know, a roommate or their own room, their own resources within the context of, of an apartment, I believe that that is truly preparing the student for success. It'll, it re relieves them of the potential or possible anxieties that they may have had from food insecurity to housing insecurity, having a food a meal plan, all of those things I believe will be eliminated or severely reduced by a student come from government transition to a CSI because they have everything that they need on the college campus to include all of the co-curricular and extracurricular activities that they would desire to participate in if that is uh, should they desire to. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, as great as, as all that is, and you just alluded to it, what makes uh, the transfer so important is, of course, the breadth of academic study and the education that they will receive here at the College of Staten Island and how students transition seamlessly in the classroom. I'm sure those are conversations you have regularly, Dr. Lynch. How do the two schools match up in terms of courses and majors offered? Yeah, this is a good, a good segue, you know. Um, when I hosted Dr. Johnson, he was accompanied by uh, his, his new provost, uh, Dr. Nicola Blake, and we've been in communication and in contact to see, you know, just what might be the, uh, the easiest pathways, right? The most popular, those that uh, allow for students to more quickly matriculate here at CSI. We're doing a lot of work kind of behind the scenes with the various academic departments and the academic programs. Uh, you know, Gutman is uh, uniquely positioned uh, because of its uh, cohort model, because of its first year experience, because of the fact that all the students are full time. I think it's uniquely positioned for uh, students to transfer uh, from a community college to uh, the senior college. Certainly, many of the students at Gutman have, you know, um, um, special uh, circumstances uh, that CSI become um, be made aware of. But um, when we're looking at building pipelines, uh, we're looking at you know meta majors, right? Is it within the health sciences? Is it within the business? Um, uh, the field of business and, and economics? Is it within the liberal arts? So we're looking at this from kind of a 10,000 foot perspective and then getting down on an individual granular and more intricate analysis. But right now, you know, we're looking at things from a, from a big picture perspective to see how we can uh, most benefit the largest number of students. Understood, and and uh, and and thank you for that. And you know, Dr. Johnson, if you could, if you can expand on that as well, and also, um, you know, let our audience know, you know, at what point in a student's career at a community college does um, looking into a senior college transfer become uh, more and more at the forefront of their studies? Is it something that gets tackled their first year as their academic pursuits start to shape up? Is it something that begins immediately upon entry? Can you, um, you know, can you inform us of, of how that typically works in their career? Absolutely, David. Uh, at the community colleges, uh, locally in CUNY and certainly nationally, there's a, I would say, a, a movement called Guided Pathways. Mm -hmm. And that Guided Pathways is a model wherein we are preparing students for the careers of tomorrow today. 
today meaning the first time they walk on campus. They're meeting with academic advisors. They're choosing their career of interest. And we're beginning the conversations around not not only are you, you know, we're preparing you for success at the community college, but we want you to begin to think about right now, your first semester, about your career interests or your transition to a four-year college. And at Government Community College, because we have such a robust first-year experience, within that first year, we like our students to begin to make the decision regarding the pathway in which they will choose. And then they begin working with their career strategies. So our first year is a college success uh, advocate, our we call them our SSAs, our student success advocate. And then we also have our career strategies. So the first year, the success advocates are working with students on time management, being there for them, being an advocate for them while they're in, in their classrooms, working with their faculty member, embedded in the experience. And then there's a seamless I would say handoff to then our career strategists who begin to work with the student on transfer, uh, writing resumes and all of those other uh, nuances that are key to a student, not only being successful at transfer, but also in a career. So through our guided pathways model, and we're continuing to improve upon that, we want our students to make that decision within their first year because they may decide the first month when they arrive to the college, hey, I want to major in human services. So we build in that that flexibility for the student to kind of make a decision within that first year, whether it's, you know, human services or urban studies. But it does not, in terms of, I would say, credit accumulation, uh, delay their time to com completion because we allow them that first year to then make that decision. And then their second year, they're on their pathway uh, toward completing their 60 credit hours at Gutman. So it is extremely important that I would say the advising processes uh, be uh, in place so that the advisors who are engaging with students or working with students to help them to identify the path forward and not only focusing on the here and the now. And that's something that Gutman is known nationally for, for its appreciative advising model where we're teaching students to develop agency so that they can act on behalf of themselves. So extremely important. We're seeing uh, great work happening and students are being able, they're able to make choices that will not delay them once they move to what we call our senior colleges within CUNY. Great. Very, very interesting. And, you know, it's it's amazing how quickly time goes with this with this conversation. Uh, uh, Dr. Johnson, we are coming to the end of our of our time with you, but we do have time for maybe, uh, you know, a, a, another question or two. But I'd like to leave the floor uh, open to you. You know, what would some of your lasting reflections of your of your time here visiting at CSIB being a part of the CUNY system itself and, and the new and exciting things that are happening at Gutman and, and finally how building partnerships like these with us are so important. Oh, thank you. Very, very loaded question. <laughs> uh, so I, I would tackle it by saying that my impression of a CSI is a college that is uh, committed to the mission of supporting students and meeting them where they are and helping them to manifest their goals and their dreams. That is what I gleaned from meeting with President Lynch, the provost, and the, the staff at that time. Uh, being a part of the CUNY system is just an amazing opportunity. Again, I've watched CUNY from afar do so much as a collective and to be a part of, a pro of an ecosystem uh, that is known for student success uh, is certainly important. And the fact that we are, we're still willing to change, we've been around a long time as a system but under the leadership of our chancellor and our new provost, uh, executive vice chancellor, my apologies, 
Uh, Wendy, we're so excited about the future of what CUNY can and will be. And at Gutman, we are truly reimagining who we are. We just celebrated 10 years, or we're celebrating 10 years of excellence. And that has brought us to a point of reimagining what is it that we do? Who are we known? What are we known for? And how might we build upon that brand identity? What additional programs might we offer that will attract students to come to an institution like Gutman so that we can continue to grow and not only grow in enrollment, but certainly meet the needs of the ecosystem of Midtown and get students to transfer to great institutions like CSI so that they can continue their work. Terrific. Thank you for that. And, and, and Dr. Lynch, Dr. Johnson and others like him are spending time with us more and more. And we already have a small cohort of students who have joined us from, from Gutman. How great is it to have the Gutman community joining us at, at CSI? And how excited are you to be able to fortify these relationships with other campuses inside of CUNY and out? Yeah, I think that's a great way to kind of, it's a full circle moment for us, right? We began this conversation by talking about uh, systemness and the power of CUNY to advance student success. Uh, you know, CUNY has uh, 400,000 students. Uh, it's the size of a small city um, uh, across 25 different campuses. Students from diverse backgrounds, students at all levels of the educational pipeline, from certificate through doctoral programs. Um, we have a great opportunity here. We also have, a, I think, a moral imperative here to work together to leverage the power of the system for the benefit of our students. The conversations that I and Dr. Johnson have had, that I have had with uh, other presidents within the system, uh, demonstrate this um, commitment to supporting our students inside the classroom and beyond, and a willingness to really um, roll up our sleeves and do the hard, important work that's necessary to allow students the opportunity to take advantage of all of the great things that CUNY can provide. You know, I, I'm a first-generation college student. I'm a multiple CUNY graduate. Um, I, I wouldn't be where I am, but for the things that I learned at the City University of New York. And I don't just mean in the classroom. I mean the experiences the ability to work uh, collaboratively with classmates and now with colleagues from different walks of life has made a tremendous impact. And it's incumbent upon all of us to pay that forward for the next generation of students. I'm very much appreciative of the time that Dr. Johnson and my other colleagues have given, not just to this matter um, generally, but to the issues specifically, the fact that they've come here to our campus to see what it is that we can offer and to hear about ways that we can partner and to offer their help and assistance uh, speaks volumes, I think, about the power of the system of CUNY that we can use and that we have to use for the benefit of student success. Excellent. Dr. Lynch, very well, very well said. And, and uh, to you both, Dr. Johnson, Dr. Lynch, I really uh, can't thank you both enough. This has been a uh, tremendous learning opportunity for me personally and our audience. And, and I'm excited. And I think I share that with our audience at the partnership opportunity and the great things that both of our campuses are doing. Dr. Johnson, Dr. Lynch, thank you both again for lending time to us today. Thank you. I've enjoyed myself. Thank you so much for the invitation. All right. Thank you, David. And thank you, Larry. Thank you. Once again, that was Dr. Larry Johnson of Gutman Community College and 
CSI Interim President Dr. Timothy G. Lynch. Uh, we thank both uh, Drs. Johnson and Lynch for joining us today to talk about some really important stuff that is happening uh, within the CUNY system, as was mentioned uh, many times, and, and fascinating to learn of some of the things that are going on at Gutman and, of course, at CSI and the junior college to senior college transfer um, initiatives and, and protocols that come into play. Certainly an educational experience for us, and we hope it's one of many uh, future conversations that we have right here on CSI Today Talks that explores uh, the conversation even further. So that'll do it for Season 2, Episode 11 of CSI Today Talks. We remind you to check back in again next week where co-host Terry Mayers will have another exciting interview that will take place right here and will premiere on Monday, November 14th. So until then, everyone here at CSI Today and CSI Today Talks wishes you a great rest of the week, and we'll see you next week on CSI Today Talks. Thank you for listening to this edition of the CSI Today Talks podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast to get alerted for brand new episodes and to listen on demand to your favorites. Be sure to check us out at www.csitoday.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.